Grace, peace, and mercy be upon you on this 11th Sunday after Pentecost, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I grew up on Wonder Bread and occasionally wheat bread. If the fancy multigrain breads of today were around when I was growing up, my mom never bought them. I think I was in my late 20s when I finally ate a, a piece of fresh homemade bread at my sister's house. You know, she just got one of those bread makers that were, you know, real popular in the 90s. What a difference from Wonder Bread that was, right? Homemade bread is dense, flavorful, not to mention warm when it's right out of the oven, something that you can't experience with Wonder Bread. It takes a lot of uh, work, though, to make Homemade bread, doesn't it? How many of you make bread at home? Homemade bread. A few of you, yeah. And for those who've been making your own bread for years, you put a lot of yourself into it, haven't you? Now, I don't mean parts like fingers or hair or anything like that. You know, all that, although that may happen from time to time. No, I mean you put a lot of your time, your effort, your love and care into it in hopes that those who eat it will enjoy it and be nourished by it. So it is with Jesus who said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus, and Jesus alone, is the source of true and genuine life. I am the bread of life that came down from heaven, he says, if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Jesus gave nothing less than his life on the cross for the life of the world. To eat the bread of life is an act of faith. It's believing that Jesus is Lord of your life, our life together. This is the will of my Father, says Jesus, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in, in Him should have eternal life, and I will raise Him up on the last day. When Jesus was about to raise Lazarus from the grave, He told Lazarus' sisters, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me shall never die. Homemade bread is so much better than wonder bread or any other generic store-bought plain bread. And in the same manner, life with the bread of life is so much better than life without Jesus. It's not just a matter of quantity. It's not just that it's eternal. It's a matter of quality. It's not just more of the same old, same old we experience every day. It's not just more of what's corrupted by sin. It's not just more of what's broken in our lives and heartbreaking. It's not just more death and what's threatened by death. It's new. It's different. Because Jesus has put himself into it. He loves us. He forgives us. He's got us. Sounds like vacation Bible school, doesn't it? Jesus loves us. You know, a very simple message, isn't it? For a very complex problem of sin in the world 
and living in this sinful world. Life with Jesus is far more than life that is here today and gone tomorrow. Life with Jesus is far more than we can touch and taste, far more than what makes us feel good or bad. The people to whom Jesus was speaking still had the taste of barley loaves and fish in their mouths. You know, the, they were the ones of the miraculous feeding on the hillside. And for those who were Jews, they might have been thinking back on the manna which God fed their ancestors in the desert. What they may not have been thinking about, however, was their ancestors had, eat, had eaten the stuff and lived, but they eventually died. You know, not from the manna itself, just from plain old dying, right? Uh, the, the, the same kind of dying everyone else does. And we know God provides for our physical needs. After all, Jesus teaches us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. And Martin Luther follows, follows that up in the Catechism by explaining that daily bread is everything we need for this life, not just the wonder bread for our toast and sandwiches. Jesus was given to us for so much more than that. He came as the source of life that lasts forever. Jesus fed the crowds of thousands with bread as God fed his people Israel in the desert with manna. And Jesus did this to make a point. The same point as Father made to the people in the desert a thousand years earlier, and that was, He humbled, He said this to the people, He humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that He might make you know that man does not live on bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Jesus is that word. He is the living bread from heaven. He is the bread of life who you've been receiving all these years here at St. Paul Lutheran Church or wherever you've heard the word read, preached, and taught to you. And when you think about it, this bread is what and who we served to many children of our city last week. VBS is much more than crafts and games and funny skits. We serve bread. And not just for snack. It's not just the goldfish. <laughs> we serve the living bread in God's Word. Now, at the beginning of the service today, you heard the psalmist in the intro it say, Taste and see that the Lord is good. We invited the children and the leaders to taste and see that the Lord is good as well. In Jesus, we are able to know and experience God in a way that is otherwise impossible. Our sin corrupts our relationship with the Father, our Creator, and Heavenly Dad. But Jesus, His Son, went to the cross to suffer, die, and rise from the grave victorious over death. He forgives our sins. He restores our relationship to the Father, now and forever. This is the will of Him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that He has given me, but raise it up on the last day, Jesus says. 
that I should be nothing. In speaking of himself as the good shepherd, Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. We can't be any more secure than that. And yet, the Jews grumbled about uh, Jesus. They, their grumbling recalls the constant stiff-necked, faithless grumbling of the people Israel against Moses and God in the desert. And it recalls the attitude of Jesus' hometown, Nazareth, when they criticized him and told him he was crazy. Do we Christians grumble? Do we want something different than what God gives, or worse, something different than he is, or what he says he is? Let's not lose out on the life he does give. Taste and see the Lord is good. Jesus is the bread of life. He feeds us in his word. When we are forgiven by those words of affirmation and absolution, Jesus takes away all that stands between us and the Father. Jesus feeds us in the Lord's Supper too. When we gather around this table... We receive nothing less than himself. In the bread, we get nothing less than his body, broken for us. In the wine, we get nothing less than his blood shed for us for the forgiveness of sin. So eat this bread. We should be having communion today, but it's the second Sunday of the month. We don't do it on the second Sunday. Uh, but this is the reading that came up for today. So we're, we're learning about the bread of life. Next Sunday... Eat this bread. Well, eat this bread when you read your Bible at home as well, right? Because the Word is the bread of life. It is God Himself. God gave Himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Not unlike fragrant homemade bread, prepared and baked in love, served and shared in love, with a lot of the baker himself put into it. Jesus is the bread of life, given himself for us. What more is there to say? Amen.